Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Horror Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to episode 93. On this episode, we will be reviewing a Nicolas Cage movie from Shudder called Prisoners of a Ghostland. Uh, we've got a, a little something to scream about where we'll be giving our gifts to each other that you'll love to hear. What lovely content. And also, I pulled out the vault last time. Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's a Christmas special. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. How you doing, mate? You alright? Yeah, good, mate. I'm in the Christmas spirit. I'm watching lots of fucking horror movies. I've been ill. So. Yeah, you've been a, a poorly boy, haven't you? Yeah, but that's helped me watch some really, really good content. But it's alright, we've got a couple of uh, Baileys with us. Oh, mate. You know, chin chin. It is the seat. Tis the season. <laughs> Lovely. <sighs> Merry right. Christmas to all out there. Merry Christmas to the breathers. That's it. That's it. It's coming in uh, Christmas week. Hopefully, we were we are all allowed out still, and <laughs> we can do some partying. But if not, get ready for a feast full of content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. We need to get into this, mate. What have you, what have you been watching for the last couple of weeks? Not much. I'll tell you what I did do. I uh, went and watched Black Christmas again. <laughs> Which one? The original? Oh, the, mate, there's only <laughs> one. I don't know what you're on about. Yeah, the original. I just thought I'd just slip it on. You know, get in the Christmas spirit. Slip into those sorority houses, yeah. And then put some bags over girls' heads. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Fair do. So what about you? Because I know that you've... Uh, been busy been very very busy well okay let's start with this little treat coming home in the dark on netflix okay it's uh i think it's new zealand new zealand okay um it's like i think wolf's creek but with a sort of like weird pedophile revenge kind of twist to it oh my god (laughs) a family's basically in the middle of nowhere um you know going on a camping holiday these two dudes come up straight up murder the kids and spoilers. then spoilers, and then just fucking, it's like watching the 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 mum and dad like torturing them for the whole movie. It's fucking nuts, but it's got some really good like twists and turns in it as well. Cool. But the shock factor is fucking really, really. It's like just like an emo- emotional roller coaster, man. So that's on Netflix. Coming home in the dark. A Definitely pleasant Christmas out. watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost recommended to. I thought we could do that. It was really dark, man. Um, what else? Uh, the Unforgivable I watched. Unforgivable. Yeah, the Unforg the un the Unforgivable. Not heard of that. Sort of a thriller more than anything else. It's Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and Vincent D'Onofrio as well. He plays mm. uh, her sort of would be lawyer ish. She's been in prison for like twenty years or something. It's out on early release, and it's sort of just like following her rehabilitation i guess and her little story about why she's in prison and it's it's really clever and really emotional maybe not so much of a horror but decent decent watch i finally i don't know if i've ever talked about this have you heard of a movie called we need to talk about kevin i funnily enough it's really weird i actually got asked for that today at work how weird is that well they don't need to ask i've not seen it it's on Netflix. All right, I'm just trying to keep my business afloat, mate. Oh, well, you know, just... <laughs> you can buy the physical copy. This was a treat, mate. This, they've, they've... I know of the movie, but I haven't yeah. seen it. Well, it's Tilda Swinton mm. and The Flash. The Flash, What's yeah. his name? I don't know. I don't know what his name is, but you know Don't watch talking. The Flash, we all know it's what for we're girls. talking about. And, you know, 
the weird guy in Fa- Fantastic Beasts, Ezra. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Is that his name? Yeah, it's one yeah. of his first movies because it's about from 2011. Yeah, so it's, it's an quite old, old movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, old. It's not but like... they've just slipped it on. To, it's one of those movies that was just. Oh, it's. I was like flicking and for thrillers, and it's like, oh, hello. I knew. I knew. I wanted to watch this bad boy. Mm. So I watched it. Bloody hell, it's dark. Mm. Yeah, I know what I know what it's about. He's a, mm. he's incredible in it, and she's fantastic as well. And I'm, I'm not going to let any spoilers out on this one. Just go and watch. We need to talk about Kevin. And what was that on? Netflix again. Okay, cool. on Netflix, mate. And another one. On oh my the, god! Yeah, <laughs> the killing of a sacred deer. That is just yeah, I've heard of this. Weird. Yeah, it's got the guy from Eternals, who was the. Rob Stark? Not Rob, Rob, no, Rob Stark. it's the the younger one. Who mm. was like who went off the druid sort of thing? You know, oh, okay. the, the basin haircut. He looks like he's doing some bits and bobs, which is pretty cool. So it also stars uh, Colin Farrell, <laughs> Nicole Kidman, right? And like it's, but it's played so it's played really on pur- purposefully. It's played really sort of stoic. So you sort of re- you sort of watching it, and you get no attachment to these to the, any of the characters it's so weird and bizarre and it's 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 a really insane story of this like i don't want to say troubled kid who is sort of befriending colin farrell as a doctor but he there's there's this real dark twisted turn of events that sort of set him colin farrell on this really weird path but the acting is just nothing like you've seen it's so weirdly like performed it's one to watch mate and it's another one that we could have done quite easily. Oh, really? It's got some real poignant, dark moments in it. Really, okay. really good. Um, okay. don't know if this one's worth talking about. I watched Wrath of Man. It's more of an action movie, but sort of a revenge movie. Jason Statham, not really worth talking about. Last Jewel. Dark, twisted, sort of based on a real story. You know, it's that Jodie Cromer, <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah. It's not bad. That's worth a watch. And the Red Sea, Red sea Diving Resort. Again, not horror, really, but, you know. <laughs> so, I'll brush over those. But, like I said, big, big, big recommendations for the killing of a sacred deer. And we need to talk about Kevin. Those cool. two, man. I have to, to watch get those. Them on your Put list. them on my watch list. Yeah, so I've been busy. And, you know, I was moaning about Chucky. Well, yes. Oh, if you've got the little app called Now TV in the entertainment package, which you can get a free seven-day description for... <laughs> Um, and cancel it <laughs> afterwards if you feel free. I watched Chuck. Oh, I've watched two episodes of Chucky. Cool. So I've watched none. <laughs> I, I'm loving it. Honestly, it's. I, I can see the appeal. I can see why it's been put for a second season. The characters are really interesting, and uh, the 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 murder and Chucky itself, voiced by Brad Dioff again. Yeah, properly. Proper and it's and it's it's in the pantheon, so it's like following on from the story. So. Good. I'm liking it. Really, really enjoying that bad boy. I, want, I really do want to watch it, mate. i just got to try and... I just need to download it and watch it. <laughs> need to get on it. Cool. Other than that, The Witcher's out. But we won't talk about that. And Spider-Man. But I haven't watched it yet. I will have watched it by the time this goes out, though. <laughs> yeah, I had to go on my own, unfortunately. Uh, you were <sighs> a bit too ill, weren't you, to come, but... Fucking sick, mate. <laughs> no, no doubt we'll probably have a little chat about it on the next episode I'm sure okay cool <laughs> um, I can't contain myself anymore uh, there's literally webs everywhere all over the room now <laughs> um, right dude give me some news man hit me up oh shit 
<laughs> yeah, I haven't got. There's not absolutely, absolutely loads of stuff going on being the Christmas season and stuff. However, I did read a little thing. I don't know if you've seen this. The Train to Busan remake is happening. What? I don't know how we feel. Why about does that this. need to be a remade? That's well, like less than like 50, That's less than fifteen years yeah, old. Yeah, but this is the. Uh, this is a. An America remake, you know, how they... It was on the cards. I mean, they've been speaking about it for a long, long time. That's just pissed me off. <laughs> so, the last train to New York... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> ...will pull into theatres in April 2023. Not in my fucking theatre, it won't. <laughs> now, before you get all up in arms, <laughs> like you have, about the up-and-coming English-language remake of Train to Busan, we assure you... Is in the very best of hands. A bloody disgusting favourite, Timo Tajanto, some uh, directed uh, the night comes for us, and may the devil take you, which we've seen. Okay. VHS ninety four as well has been hired to direct a remake of the South Korean zombie epic for New Line Cinema, titled The Last Train to New York. So, on top of that, the new movie is being produced by. Atomic Monster, which is headed by James Wan. So, you know, it could be all right. I've got one word for you. Quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Suck my big fat dick. (laughs) Fuck you. No, I know. Obviously, nothing Uh, can be trained to be sound. But, you know, they might have a good go at it. And that is all the news I have, I'm afraid. What you got? I haven't got anything. I'm quitting the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. That's all, folks. (laughs) All right. Okay, um, if you fancy getting a new streaming service that's been around for a while, <laughs> something called Tubi, and there's a load of Christmas horror content on there right now, mm-hmm. so I thought I'd give them a, a bit of a hit up. They've laced basically, you know, since obviously the 2015 Krampus, available now on Netflix. I, well, I should get paid by Netflix, man. We should get free um, subscriptions. There's quite a few uh, uh, Krampus movies since then that mm. have sort of popped up, and there's quite a few on Tubi. Um, so we've got Krampus the Christmas Devil, Krampus the Reckoning, Krampus Unleashed, Krampus 2, The Devil Returns, Mother Krampus, Krampus Origins, Mother Krampus 2, Sleigh Ride, and Vikings vs. Krampus. That sounds like right up your street, <laughs> that last one. <laughs> so yeah, get on there to be and watch all the Krampus goodness. My God. I love that. There's a couple of video, bit of video game news. Okay. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Looks like yeah. it's going to be turned into a video game. What's the really interesting news about this, which is why I brought it up more than usually, is that Kane Hodder is uh, going to be playing horror icon in this game. Yeah, I Ooh. did see that somewhere. Yeah, he's done a few games, hasn't he? Because he's done the Friday 13th ones and stuff. So, yeah, that should that'd be mad. Can you imagine if, is it like, can you imagine if it's VAR, whatever it is? Yeah, it would be fucking pretty nuts. Virtual reality. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? How scary that would be, being chased by Leatherface. Well, you can choose several cut of cut killers, apparently, including the cook, the hitchhiker, and even a brand new family member. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Chop top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they really should. Um, so yeah, that'd be quite interesting. Um, on the line of games, uh, Silent. <laughs> well, we're very apt. Mm. Um, I found some Silent Night, Deadly Night news. Ooh. They are there's a fundraiser currently that looks like it's been hit its mark and mm. some. Um, they're going to be turning that into a board game. A board game. Yes, if you uh, go onto the 
um, Kickstarter, you can still do it. You can still put, I think it's about 35 bucks, gets you a copy of the game. And it ships anywhere in the world. Obviously, oh, wow. if you live don't live in America, you're probably going to be paying a bit of... Uh, so, yes. if you've been naughty, you won't be getting it. I am quite excited. I was, I, I was, I was twitching over the thirty-five dollar mark <laughs> when I read this. Um, so yeah, um, the film's original executive producers have toyed with the idea for quite a while, apparently, because it's got the a lot of lot of um, merch has sort of been hanging about the last couple of years. Mm. A lot of merch. So this is. Um, I've seen as cool. well on the same thing, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, the they're bringing out. Um, What's it called? The horror t-shirt guys. The ones in America. Cavity colours? No. Fright rags? Fright rags. I just brought a whole brand new uh, Silent Night Deadly Night range out as well. How well, they're the that? ones that are producing the game, I think. Oh, so. they're doing the game as well? Yeah, yeah it looks oh, like it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it looks well, that makes cool. sense. Yeah, yeah. They're doing good. They're doing good shit, but please, you know, give us some easier shipping to the UK, please. Yeah, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. <laughs> it's a um, shame. I did have, there was a bit of I, I, I don't know if it's non-news at the moment, but it looks like maybe there's a Ghostbusters video game also in development at the moment, but I haven't got really much to talk about with that one. And there's a little bit of news about another, obviously, uh, another Ghostbusters being made. Strongly, obviously, being made. We thought that was... That, no, we haven't heard anything. Go on, what, what were you heard on uh, the pipeline? I've just, obviously, um, they've apparently there's an interview somewhere with... Um, uh, Winston Zeddemore, um, the guy that plays him. Oh, my mind's gone blank. What's his name? Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson, that's it. How can I forget? Uh, there's been an interview with him basically talking about that um, it's definitely on the cards, pretty much. He seems to be the, the forefront of it. I mean, he, well, he should be, because get... he was dumb over, wasn't he? Well, this is the thing. If, really? it just, if it just stars him out of the three, out of, three of them that are still alive, I'll be happy with that. I'm happy, yep. Yes. I'm well happy with that. Cool. Excited. Mm. Right. That is Christmas news. It's a lot of Christmas news. However, we've Ooh. got one last bit of news. We'd like to say uh, a congratulations to one of our avid listeners and close friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that second part. Yeah. Clo- and close well, friend. best man. So. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations to Werewolf Dan. Um, he's just got married. He's so got himself he's, a werewolf lady. He's currently in Jamaica listening to Draw One Last Breath, as he tells us. <laughs> getting, us <laughs> some, getting us some coverage in Jamaica. <laughs> so, yeah. Every, every little helps. When you listen to this and you're back, mate, congratulations. Um, we love you and can't wait to celebrate more with you. That was a bit emotional, wasn't it? Probably should move on. Didn't want to do enough speech. God damn it. <laughs> oh, tears. Right. <laughs> I do Happy ha- tears. I do have a soul, people. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, somewhere. Um, right. After that lovely news, should we uh, hit our main review? Let's do it. My granddaughter has been lost to us. I would have her return to me post haste. And you, sir, I am told, are the man to do the job. This, this episode's main review is Prisoners of the Ghostland, currently on Shudder to stream. Um, it stars the wonderful, wonderful Nicolas Cage um, and Bill Mosley. Great fucking chops from that one. Um, a notorious criminal 
must break an evil curse in order to rescue an abducted girl who has mysteriously disappeared. Wow. I mean, this movie, what can we say? I mean, this is different for us. We've sort of done similar, we've reviewed similar movies to this in the past. I sort of would probably spin this on the side of like Turbo Kid, um, some Ish, of the sort yeah. of weird sci-fi movies that Fright Fest sort of tend to, to put out. It's definitely, a, uh, yeah, you're right. It's a, it is a very Fright Festy kind of movie, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. However, it's fucking bad <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Uh, you got, yeah, I mean... I don't know. How could you put... I mean, that's the plot. I... It it was just so weird. Um, I don't know whether um, some of it was kind of lost in translation a little bit for me. But it's just really weird. It's just, I didn't know where it was going. I didn't... I don't know. I don't know if it's kind of like it didn't really know what it wanted to be kind of thing. Because yeah. it, take, it takes from so many genres, doesn't it? It's like, in places it's a bit martial artsy, in, where you can see that influence. Uh, then lo- there's loads of apocalyptic influences of, of it uh, in it. And then there's action sequences. And then there's, like, some amazing kind of shots. Like, really, cinematography-wise, amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. Really, really good. So, I mean, so basically, yeah, Nicolas Cage... He's a, a bit of a wrong one. And um, he's essentially, what, banged up because of, of, of a kind of... A bank, a, bank robbery, a bank robbery gone wrong. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, uh, yeah. And then he's, he's a sort of... But his set of skills, as you can, I suppose, um, are then needed to um, rescue... Oh, Bill Mosley's daughter or Allegedly, sex slave? Yeah. Not really sure what the fuck kind she was. Of like slave or yeah. whatever. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it's just like he's obviously hired to go and find her because she's gone missing. The lovely Sophia Batella, yeah. who played, um, oh, what's her character's name in uh, Kingsman? Kingsman. She plays the one with the razor cool. legs. Yeah. Fucking, is that her name? Razor legs. It <laughs> 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 <She> is now. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Razor um, legs. This is, it's just, like you said, it's beautifully shot. And Do it's, you think when they, when they got in contact with him, they were like, all it said at the start of his kind of script for Nicolas Cage was, we need you to be full Nicolas Cage. Yeah, we get full Nicolas Cage in this. It's, it's almost like they have just gone, right, you just... We want you to be you. <laughs> Unlike Willy, was it Willy's Wonderland where we, we, look mate, you can come on board, you haven't got one bit of dialogue. <laughs> can we get you a bit cheaper because <laughs> you ain't got no dialogue. <laughs> He's got some dialogue. He probably and... said, I, I'll do it if you cut out all the dialogue <laughs> and then, then I'll come and do it. But it's got, it's weirdly, it's, it's weirdly subtitled and it's got like this weird like Asian sort of um, influence in Definitely in like in the martial arts kind of uh, wheelhouse and it? it's yeah. like, Obviously, the director's... I don't know what he's previously done or she's previously done, but it's definitely got that influence of um, kind of old-school martial art films, isn't it? Which is why we get to review this beautiful movie, because it's so fucking random. And yeah. this is the sort of movie... Like we said, uh, Fright, Fright Fest would get this movie because it falls into that realm of batshit. 
Like, what was that fucking bonkers? You can't even pigeonhole it, can you? What was that can't... bonkers movie that we watched? Um, it was like the Mexican gringo thing. You know, there was real oh, sex in it and all yeah. that sort of stuff. <laughs> it was just so weird and wrong. This is sort of like, in it? I mean... <laughs> oh, was it Ma- the Mask? Mask. No, because it was Skull. That was... Um, skull. That was a different one. That mask was Skull. Is... Oh, okay. This was, that one was a different one. Um, the, the sort of sex one. Oh, I know which one you're on about. You, know, you loved it. You loved that one. Um, but, <laughs> but it falls in that realm of just like, where do, is it a horror? What is it? It doesn't matter. It's batshit, so therefore we can review it. And that's what makes it so cool. Um, the awesomeness of this is that when he gets to go on his way into the ghost land, um, he gets fitted with his leather suit, which has strategically placed, um, explosive devices on his neck, elbows, and one on each testicle in case he get, tries to get a bit horny with the, uh, with, before he takes back his sex slave. Whatever she is, yeah. Oh, uh, and her dad is played by Bill Mosley, which is the guy that hired him, right? Yeah, and he's he's again full Bill Mosley, like full on freaking like Texan accent, a cowboy in the mixture of load of samurais. Yeah, but this is what I couldn't. This was what was really weird. Is like the 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 setting of it is like the stoke dystopian is that a word yeah i say it's, it's like yeah. yeah but it's weird because you've got all these different you don't know if it's kind of set in the future or what because it's you've got all these kind of people living with each other they're all different nationalities or whatever but then it's got it, it's got a kind of like um asian feel for it yeah and then a supernatural edge to like yeah food. it's so weird I, I don't know if i I really don't know if I liked it or not. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I, can't, me, I can't. I can't. I can't really. There were moments hmm. that were funny. I mean, that were and were quite interesting. So, like for instance, he like was allowed. He, he only had like two days or something to get it, and he decided to. They give him a car, and he chose. He ran in the car and then ran off, and then went on nick someone's push bike. <laughs> But that's I think I don't know whether that's just a piss take because of every film he's in he always drives like a muscle car. Yeah, yeah. Every film, I don't know whether that's just a satire kind of joke. It was good. So he, he gets in it and then jumps out and he just nicks someone's bike and he's just pedaling away. But I didn't get it. Yeah. Well, so why I, did he pick the bike? I think as well he said something beautiful to where he was. You know they were like pushing and shoving him and then he he goes hi fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he kicks the guy in the chest. <laughs> What? <laughs> so weird. Amazing. The mannequins were funny. So that reminded me of that, like, short mannequins. Yeah. That, like, they, that is, but this is what I didn't get. When they get to the other kind of realm or what have you, where, where the ghost lands are. Yeah. Where, and then that's where it gets even weirder when there's the, a big clock tower that they're trying to stop the time. There's these guys pulling the, the, the kind of clock tower so it doesn't go any faster yeah and then there's these weird like melty faces guys i guess and one of them is like partner and stuff like that who did who was the one who actually went mental and you know that, that sequence was pretty cool the the way that the sequence in the in the in the um bank robbery was filmed was quite interesting yeah, all the different crazy. colors and all that sort of stuff that was really cool and um but there was a great bit when he found his prey found who he's supposed to find digging her out from a mannequin weird um bernice but he starts getting a bit horny doesn't he what the, yeah because he, he starts giving her trying to make her drink water yeah 
and then she starts like it starts kind of making her all wet and stuff and then he, he starts he does this weird thing where he goes oh yeah and then he gets all excited and then his fucking testicle blows off yeah he loses one testicle and passes out and he has like flashbacks and stuff which is funny but it was just bonkers um and then his arm blew up as well at one stage because he's not allowed to put any he's not allowed any violence against women is that right yeah he's not allowed to yeah any any violence against women yeah i don't know if it's violence anyway because it just seems to like blow up and stuff yeah the guy was the guy was the sword was cool like the samurai guy who was his sort of who was sort of Bill Mosley's uh, right hand yeah. man. Yasajuru or yeah. something like that, yeah. He was awesome, but also really ill placed and really random in what he was doing. Because why was was he did it's like one minute he was like, oh, I'm I'm He's like a henchman, a henchman, isn't he? but then he was killing everyone. Yeah, because it was weird. It was just like one minute he yeah, he's a henchman and he was like I don't know, it was, I don't know whether he, you get this feeling that he's kind of got this I don't know if he's quite sure what he's doing kind of thing, whether it's right or wrong. And then I think there was a bit where possibly his sister was one of the captives, right. I think. <laughs> what This is why I couldn't work out those bits, that there were so many different little kind of like storylines running through of different characters that I didn't quite get. But but the martial arts sequences were fucking... The swords and the... the, the they blatantly got a budget for like the choreography and like the fucking fight scenes because they were, they were brilliant 100% really really good like when when we get the return journey that weirdly happens and they get back to Bill Moses and it all goes weird and batshit and fucking cages kicking crap out of like everyone and so is the samurai guy and even mm. they have a fight those scenes are so well fought out and well choreographed yeah. like I said and uh it, it, exciting to watch I was I enjoyed watching them yeah I, I didn't get bored at any point I just was like really weirded out and I think it just lost my way with the storyline a bit because it was really there, hard to make yeah, out but there was a on. funny funny bit with Cage's stunt double did you notice that yeah when he was fighting <laughs> yeah. um, the the main guy with the sword his stunt double was a midget it's like it like lost he'd lost like a couple of foot and a, a lot of hair as well <laughs> yeah yeah, and I'm not curious. sure why they had to fight. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. This is where I don't. I really don't understand it. Whether it's to do with honor or something that the fact that he wanted to kind of like maybe show that he could kill the hero. I don't know because they, they 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 depict Nicolas Cage's character as like the hero all through the film, don't they? And it's just I don't know. Almost like an anti-hero, I'd say. I just, yeah, I just got a bit lost a bit with the story. Yeah, I would say this movie is is quite confusing. It's do you think it's open to interpretation? Yeah, why not? But it, I get, I like Turbo Kid. I mean, there is kind of a storyline, but and a better, but it's a better version. But it's like I think with Turbo Kid, it's like endearing, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's lovable, and it's like you can tell what it was kind of going for. Whereas this. I it, like I think it wanted like quite a lot of fingers fingers in different pies. Yeah, you know what I mean. But what it's got going for it is I like the I like the title. I think the title is quite interesting. The poster is quite interesting. It's the like you said, the music, the cinematography, all kind of works. The production's at a good level. It's not cheap. Nicholas Cage too is cheap. awesome. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is great, and Bill Mosey's great. Um, so mm. it's just watch it with your head of just like. This is bonkers. 
this is bonkers and that's and i think you're having and i think just go no no expectations mm. and just have a laugh of it if you've got shudder definitely one to kind of waste an hour and a half on yeah it's only short isn't it yeah hour and a half at best <laughs> yeah this was a fun one to review for christmas if i i, I definitely didn't get bored it wasn't like no it but it was like, but it was like what the fuck I love a dystopian movie, and that's why we can review this fucking weird. There's one. a lot of them. There's a lot coming out, isn't there? Like this, that kind of type of movie. And another thing is, like, I've totally forgot to talk about these guys that were constantly fixing trucks. They look like. Do you know what they reminded me of? They reminded me of like, you know, the monkeys out of Wizard of Oz for some reason. Yeah, like, I don't know if that's on purpose because they like look like they have wings and they mm-hmm. were like, like scuttling around and stuff and. You think at the uh, centre of this is like a basically um, let's make a movie like Wizard of Oz but with Nicolas Cage. Or like, or whether it's like is he in limbo, is he in a dream kind of thing, is he a flash, is it all in his head, or is <laughs> oh, fuck knows. If he got mushrooms. I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. It's good shit, man. I liked it, but I don't know how I'd rate it. I, yeah, I'm I'm confused. I like being I'm confused. Honestly, That's why I, I'm... Do, I, li- I like it. It's made me feel like that. But I don't know how that's. I don't know how it's going to guide my rating. <laughs> I really don't know. It's going to be a six for me. Maybe yeah, a seven. I think five or six. It's just bonkers, man. But it's in a good way. That's the thing, though. Even though it's not like a high rating, I'm think, not disappointed. You, I mean, that's what, <laughs> the thing. I'm not disappointed at all. I just think if you want something that's just going to be like, <clears throat> just you don't know which way it's going to go, and you like weird shit and you like <laughs> stuff where you can. I don't know. It's just like I think a, a, a Nicolas Cage fan would absolutely yeah. fucking love it because he's just like. I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I will watch his little this this time of his career where he's getting to do these weird little movies like Mandy, Color Out of Space. Mate, the best ones yet to come. Which what's that? There's a, a new movie, and I, I can't. I'll quickly look it up because I'm lame and I can't remember. But this, I've watched the trailer, and I'll, I'll show you it a bit later. But this is, it's basically a movie where he's playing himself. Oh, no, I saw the trailer. Have you seen the trailer? It's yeah. called... Isn't it just called Cage? No, it's, it's called... Uh, it's a long, long name. He it gets is. hired by some guy in Spain <laughs> yeah. or something like that, and he just has to follow, follow him around yes, and stuff like mate, that, and they get oh. into little hijinks. Mate, I'm well, I'm well looking forward to that. It looks... It's sort of almost culminating all this stuff that he's been doing over the last couple it's of years. Just a film, <laughs> it's just a, a film about him and how fucking, fucking crazy he is. And it is called... I'll look it up. Oh, I've got it right here. It's called... Cut this out. It's fine. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, <laughs> great title. <'cause laughs> it looks true. amazing. It's just like... It's just him playing himself and just taking the mickey out of himself. because yeah, if you watch his career... He he is a talent to himself. He goes big for a reason. But mm. sometimes that bigness really, really does pay off. But have you, like in an interview with him, they asked him, why doesn't he do any TV? Because obviously TV is such a a well kind of like thought, sought after thing now. It's like TV shows and you get more of a role and stuff. He goes, nope, I make movies. And, and he's been offered um, to be in things like Sopranos. He was he was offered to be in that and he turned it down because he's like no I make movies that's who I am that's what I do and you know keep crazy. fucking making movies dude <laughs> right 
so that's a draw on breath, last breath six out of ten for prisoners I, of the ghost land so yeah i reckon six yeah let's go six let's wait for the next cage horror movie for next year hopefully yeah <laughs> all right dude should we move on to our something to scream about Oh my god. Oh, well, I want to get some jingle bells here. Did you, did you imagine there's loads of jingle bells right now? You can hear it. You just did Jason. Oh yeah, I got <laughs> that's, that's our version. That's of not very bells. Christmassy. Um, so this is the time of year where me and Matt like to exchange presents and we usually get something horror related, don't know, or something cool. So we like to do this live on the podcast if you haven't listened to this before. Go back and listen to the previous ones. He's got me some right treats in the past. <laughs> Night's Night of the Comet t-shirt was a fucking absolute joy. Ratman. That was pretty fucking deep. Critter from the shitter. Critter from the shitter. But I see no DVD shapes between the two Not of us this, this year. year. <laughs> Who's going first then, dude? Uh, I'll go first. You want to open I'll one be... of mine? Yeah, go on. Then. I'll, I'll okay. open one of yours. Go on. Then. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to give you my... <laughs> <laughs> my popped shaped <laughs> box. The purpose oh, of the podcast is yes. great seeing, hearing us open presents. Obviously, we'll post these pictures of the gifts later at some point. Some, some rather fetching uh, penguin Christmassy paper. Yeah, it's not recyclable. Sorry, I'm not yours. Oh, yes. So, on the lines of what we were just talking about, <laughs> something very cage related. <laughs> a pop vinyl of Red Miller from Mandy. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. No, obviously. Obviously, you work in the the industry. Have you not got that one at H and B? Have you seen it? No, I haven't. That's, you haven't seen. You didn't cool. know that one existed. No, I, yes! I, I don't think it. No, I, I didn't know. There's only two. Look. Yeah. The section. Mandy and Red Mitt. That's for it. I'm gonna. Need, I'm gonna have to get Mandy now. <laughs> I, I got that in uh, Swindon's comic shop. He looks good though, doesn't he? Yeah. That's awesome. He's carrying his massive axe as well. Had to be bought. That's brilliant. Oh, cheers, buddy. That's all right. In that case, I'll get, give you. Your pop-shaped pop. Which <laughs> probably isn't a pop. I'd like to add this is in uh, recyclable paper. Oh, wow. <laughs> recycled paper. Matt, Matt's done a lot better wrapping than I have. Well, Kate wrapped it. Oh, my, my wife, old Kate wifey. <laughs> oh, wow. I hope you haven't seen this. I hope I haven't seen it. Hmm. I don't think you would have. I hope you haven't. Just trying to find me one. No fucking way. <laughs> okay, I've just opened the top of it, and I know exactly what it is. Oh my god, I didn't know they did this! No, nor did I! I would have had this already! <laughs> so I don't... Okay, so if anyone's been... Oh my god, they do Mike Donovan and Diana. Okay, I've given it away. Uh, if you're a fan like me of V, then I've given it away. Oh my god. So Matt's bought me the Alien Exposed V. I didn't even know this was a set, man. This is fucking awesome. I've never seen these. Yeah, nor do I. I saw it and I was like, damn. That's, I think, do, that's... I, do I talk about V that much? <laughs> Not lately. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a special where I can just let you uh, talk about V. <laughs> so cool. We could do an episode by episode. Ah, oh, I think I want Mike Donovan. It's awesome, isn't it? Oh, it's mate. Good. That is epic. Okay, here we go. Now this... See, oh, man, Mandy versus V. That's pretty, that's that's, pretty good, uh, man. I'd say that's, that's an equal equal thing there. Here we go then. This is the uh, this is a big one where I don't know how this it's one's going to go down. This year as well, we've got we've got exactly two presents each. 
Normally it might be different. So what is this? What's well, wow. around? Is it heavy? It's heavy, isn't it? It's quite heavy, isn't it? Yeah, it's got is some it, make wheat on it. Is it the Millenn- Millennium Falcon made out of Lego? <laughs> made out of clay. Clay. Oh, it's got some wrapping, mate. You need to be careful this one. It's fragile. Is it fragile? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What the hell? So it's um, again got the uh, nice penguin paper wrapped in a purple tissue paper. You have to be really careful. Yeah. It's got some oh, bubble wrap after that. It's not a live. It's not like a skull of an animal. Or anything, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I went out and found a goat skull. Weird pagan shit on me or something. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's a paperweight. Oh my god. So. So I so I I found this bad boy when we were in um, Stratford upon Avon in September. Ooh, I do love a skull. <laughs> now I love a skull. Yeah, mate. This one looks like the fucking Hellraiser. This skulls. is amazing. Whoa, left the price tag on it as well. Did it really? Bloody hell. No, I didn't. <laughs> and it is a skull. Like literally with loads of other skulls. A bit like the Freddy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Faces. I was blown away by it. I was almost nicked it for myself, but I thought that this would be amazing. such a cool present. I love Let that. Go man. Well in the your detail room. is amazing. It's really got the price tag on it. Yeah. Because it was present wrapped. How much was it? I bought it ages ago. Oh, see, there you go. It's <laughs> quite a lot on you, you little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> That's well weighted I mean, as well, isn't it? I don't know if you want to show the kids that, because that's, that's, that's pretty fucking scary, isn't it? Mate, that's beautiful. Yeah. Put a picture of that James bad boy on. I've got that in a magic shop in Stratford-upon-Avon. A magic shop? Yeah. Did you buy it off a wizard? <laughs> yeah. <I> bought, mate, <laughs> you can use that in your spells. That's amazing. I love that, man. That's so cool. Detail is just insane, man. Collect. That is that is beautiful. It's not a cheap piece, mate. That's a fucking decent. <laughs> lovely. I love it. It's, oh, now are you ready for your next one? I am. Get this paper out of the way. Because this is a couple of cards you can have later. Well, I think got money and I don't want them. What? There you go. Oh my god, this is heavy. Yep. I don't know what this is. I thought it was clothes. Mate, you, well, you might be on the right track, but. This is an, an idea I had. Whoa! What? You're to dress me. Oh, is this because is this what I wore out the other week? No, no. Oh, you're a bastard. I, no, I thought I'd won. <laughs> that's why it's so heavy. Sorry. Well, okay, guys. Well, I basically... Matt's bought me a denim jacket. I mean, if that's not love, I don't not, know what it is. Not only is it a denim jacket, but I made... I put well. You put the patches on. My wife put the patches on. <laughs> I gotta give her the credit Ooh, for that. It's like a glove. And what patches are they, Paul? Okay, we've got oh my, we've got the Overlook Hotel, a lovely green, uh, Colorado patch. Oh, mate, that's sexy patch. Where do you get the patches from? Oh, I can't remember the name of them. Now. <laughs> so it fits well with the jacket, man, as well. Because then on the other side, you've got it follows with the car, in like between two trees. That's like real proper eighty yeah. star. It fits alright though, doesn't it? Yeah. You're not supposed to do it up. I thought you could probably get a hoodie on. That's perfect fit. Yeah, hoodie under it. Yeah, easy. That's what I want. And you haven't checked out the back patch yet, mate. There's a little back patch on there. And we got, okay, on the tail, on the bottom, we got Romero. Right at the bottom with the zombies, That's, mate. Mate, I love that. Oh, That's this like, has got to be a fright fest. I'll be, I'll be honest, mate. I nearly kept it for myself. Yeah, I was like, you? I don't want to give him this. It's so cool. Dude, you know, <laughs> so then I thought I'd just get the idea. I thought I'd get him a... a a jacket and I'll get some patches and I'll put on but I 
Then I found these patches. I thought they're amazing. Mate, they go with the jacket perfectly, man. It's a really nice jacket. Oh, I tell you what, I've never owned. De- I've always wanted one, and I've never had the balls to fucking buy one. They're nice, mate. This is fucking stunning. <laughs> Glad you like it. That's cool. Wow, do I get to take this as well? well you can't take my, my vinyl. You yeah, I want your strange, want your strange things free vinyl as well. Oh, mate. Thanks so much, well, man. I, I love do, that. I get to. <laughs> you get to hear us gushing out of this. Yeah. That's amazing. You've got to take a picture of that. I better not be re- real bone, man. It's scary. <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is. It's, it's not 3D printed. It's, like China. it's not China. It's like bone China. Yeah, mate, it's pretty fucking sick. I love you, it, it's, mate. It's Thank probably... you so much for that, mate. Awesome. Lovely. Yeah. We've done all right, haven't we? Christmas is fully started. Oh, mate. I'm like quite emotional here. That's pretty cool. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. So, there you go. Happy Christmas. Happy fucking Christmas. Woo-hoo. Now, all that lovely gushing over our early Christmas presents, I think it's time to move on to our Christmas movie from the vault. Before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. On this episode's movie, The Vault, I chose Silent Night, Deadly Night. So, a little bit of a synopsis. Little Billy witnesses his parents getting killed by Santa after being warned by his senile grandpa that Santa punishes those who are naughty. Now Billy is 18 and out of the orphanage and he has just become Santa himself. Okay, my first two notes that I wrote down is <laughs> what a cunt kid Billy is <laughs> and creepy granddad. <laughs> Mate, well, let's start from the beginning. I've not seen this. You, you've not no, seen this? No, never seen this before. I have always wanted to watch this. Every Christmas, I think I just, I don't know why it's passed me by, but... I don't think I like, like the name of it. And I think that's what, the, it didn't appeal to me, the actual name. Mm. That, and, I, and I think maybe... I was like thinking that it was going to be absolute dog. I did think that it was going to be absolute dog shit. Really? Yeah. I was. <laughs> that's that was my that's my pretense going into this movie is that I've always thought that this one just for some reason was going to be awful, and that was basically on that 
crappy movie that I've got, which was called what? Silent Light. Not Deadly Night. You remember that when I showed you the DVD? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Fucking yeah. weird. Wow. <laughs> yeah. This was a ride, wasn't it? It's it's one of those ones, isn't it? It's like it could go either way. Is it going to be like really good or is it going to be really schlocky? Like you said, like I thought, is it going to be a bit like um uh kind of chud or something like that? Like where it's really a comedy. Bit, yeah, a bit hokey. Yeah. And it wasn't, it definitely wasn't comedy. Well, it had, had a couple of comedy bits. There, there. was some humour in yeah. this. I mean, but not maybe, like schlocky. Not on purpose. Though. Yeah. I don't think the humour yeah. was on purpose. It wasn't out and out comedy, was it? I think it's grown into something like the cult classic that it is. Yeah. Because of the way that it was filmed and the dialogue and, and all mm. of that stuff that it's all that good stuff. All that human you know, <laughs> sleep. I'm going to put this in the same. Okay, this is going to give my way that way that I feel about this movie. Mm. For me, this was on par to watching Sleepaway Camp for the first time. Oh, I don't know about that. Good, for, mate, or, this, it's good, but not that good. This could be an <laughs> annual watch for me. Yeah, de- oh, definitely at Christmas. I'd definitely oh put God. this on at Christmas again. Like, scare the shit out of my kids. <laughs> Warp their fragile minds. I'm definitely going down the uh, the sequel route. The sequel route. Oh God. Sequels. The sequel train. Um, right. I guess. So to start the movie, let's talk about Grandpa. Wow. Pervy, weird, pedophile Grandpa to start with. Billy's a little, as I said. Why is he a pedophile? I don't know. He seems a bit weird. Why did you call him a pedophile? Pedo Grandad. He's just like in a mental hospital. <laughs> You know, when they when the parents him, the parents aren't in the room, you just put him to get creepy. <laughs> he's creepy, but he's not a but, pedophile. <laughs> but let's talk about the the after this, the robber. Oh yeah, this, yeah. This for me. So is, grandpa's we've established grandpa's fucked up because <laughs> he apparently hasn't talked for years. And as soon as his parents leave the room, he just starts telling them how fucking Santa's gonna fucking get you. If you're if you're not good, and then he, and then he, as soon as the parents come back in, he shuts up, doesn't he? He's playing a weird game, my granddad. <laughs> good game though, isn't it? He's like making them think he's fucking, but he's not probably really he's mental. Not. He's just like taking a piss. It's fucking weird. Um, and then yeah, then we get to this absolutely fucking harrowing scene. Really dark. I did not expect this. I I must admit, I was getting worried, mate. Because there's because there's a baby in the car and I was like, no, oh, I thought they were going to do some it's real. Not going to go shit. there, is it? And he was. There was some fucked up shit. Yeah, you know, there was like, I mean, he he, he <laughs> killed someone for thirty one bucks. This like, oh yeah, because he's robbing a petrol station. Yeah, bad Santa. Yeah, might have been a bad Santa for some reason. Why would you protect? Why would you try and like get your gun out for thirty one bucks? I know. Stupid what, waste of time. Yeah, waste of time. But he's on the side of the road and they stop for Santa and obviously he's dressed in Santa and he's... With two kids in the car. With two kids in the car. One of them a baby. No hesitation. Shoots a dad. Straight in the head. Straight Straight in the head. head. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously then pulls the mum out of the car, proceeds to what I assume was going to rape her in the middle of the road, right, in front of the kids that are in the car. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think old Billy had run out of the car. He ran away, hidden, and hidden, hidden in the bush. In the bush. All, she does she slap him? No, she's just screaming. He just like rips her top open, 
and and then he's like shouting at the kid, isn't he? Like, come back here or something, or well, I think I'll he, get you. I'll get you. I think she. And then he, then he slits her throat. But yeah, but I think she slapped. He, I think he was going to rape her, <laughs> and then he changes his mind when he when she when she slaps him and just kills her instead. And then he starts trying to chase. Cause so you you got this weird visual of like the kid in the bushes watching his mum's boobs jiggle about. Why and and a throat gets slashed so he's got this you almost get this weird kind of like he's gonna have a weird he's gonna have a weird sexual thing going on like when he's older or something like that mm. yeah well it's, yeah i think it just sets that kind of like seed done it of, of ptsd is that yeah the ptsd like? element definitely and the fact that we're not getting a straightforward slasher here we're getting something no. a bit edgy and a bit dark it's and quite just clever a bit fucked up yeah. as well because it's like it's not because if you think the slashers were quite a big at the time big quite big and they they'd gone down this route of a bit of more of a psychological thing and they where because so, i, I again 80, i didn't 84, really 84 yeah i didn't really know how what direction it was going to take i thought as well i thought i oh, was just going to be an out and out slasher where you're just going to follow this Santa that's just going to go around killing people. Yeah, and because it took this twist at the start, mm. that made me immediately go, Sit oh, up. I want to watch yeah, this because I don't know what they're doing here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's what I, and that's what I kind of liked. And then to kind of not move the, forward, the story to where we were going to get to straight away as well. So we had him as young, then we had him in the orphanage. Yeah, this is what I liked about yeah. it. It's like, when you think about it, it's incredible story building. Like It's like you started at the, the root of the problem. Then you're at the orphanage where Billy's getting treated like crap because he doesn't like Santa for a fucking good reason. Mother Superior's a bitch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's fucking horrible because she she's just horrible to the kids saying that he's just always naughty when he just doesn't want to sit on fucking Santa's knee because Santa killed his fucking parents. He fucking decked Santa. Oh, yeah. That's a great right punch. Hook. Yeah. That was fucking funny. But you're right. He's got PTSD and he's just like... He's clearly triggered about that time of the year, about Christmas. So what do they do? Oh, I was just making you have to sit on Santa. So he just decks Santa and gets the belt and it's like, fuck, you Proper beat, doesn't he? Grows up into a beefcake. Let's <laughs> <laughs> split. Billy's a beefcake. Yeah, because that was like 1970-something yeah. that they showed. I was like, okay, this, I thought this was later. And then it went, oh, and now it's for, present day in their way is 1984. Fine, okay, and now mm. I understand. This is where we're going to be... Billy had some problems. <laughs> the orphanage is going to play a part, but still, He's still at that cake. point when you see him at the, you get they get they get him a job at the toy store, don't they? And uh, introduce him. I still didn't know whether he was going to be the killer. I thought, are they going to re- reintroduce that Santa again or something yeah. like that? But then it's like, and that fucking that toy shop was badass. Another reason why I think I like this movie is that okay. Yeah. They did well. They had the orphanage lo- set in fine, mm. but then to locate to then put the location of this movie into a toy shop, I'm I'm gonna have a wet dream Fuck and stick Jabber hell. toys behind his head. Mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my willy out and start you know having a, having a bit of fun. I always wanted that. <laughs> like when I was a kid, was was Jabber on the on the on the stage bit because it came across it yeah like flip and stuff and oh mate, he came with a little little thing with the frogs in it that he eats and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it came with him as well. Yeah, I remember looking at it in, through the toy window and thinking, oh, I always wanted that. 
But then, yeah, the toys, there's like, there's um, some board games, like Mousetrap is behind there. And yeah, like, how about 20 Jabba's Palace? It all boxed, like, perfect condition. I was like, my God. Oh, that's like 50 grand right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. But that, the work montage was, was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, where he's just helping customers and it's like the jolly music. It's like, again <laughs> another reason put a montage in there with a bit of music that's He's six my box people carry shit and like helping like do do good but billy got hot <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm just gonna put this you like billy didn't you i did like billy um and he's clearly tra- triggered by santa <laughs> um and there's another there's the other worker you think that is going to be his love interest because there's a bit of a, a cutaway scene of him having a funny dream about her. Yeah, because he, he's it's all it, it kind of splits with when he saw when he was a kid, where he spied through the keyhole, at like one, oh, of, yeah, the, about that bit. one of the nuns having it off, well, doing some naughty shit with somebody else. Because he got whipped for that. Yeah, he got even though he wasn't the one yeah. shagging. In they, they got whipped. Oh yeah, they got whipped. That as was well. weird. <laughs> so he closes the door, and all you can hear is like, "What the fuck? Who is this mother superior? Christ!" But yeah, um, he is just normal most of the yeah. He's kind of normal until kind of Christmas time, and mm. then obviously Santa's get taken ill, and you have to have a replacement Santa. Yeah, so, so apparently the guy that plays Santa had uh, broken his heel ice skating. <laughs> it's a bit random, um, but and then Billy gets roped in to do the job, and then that's it. That's as soon as I knew this is the trigger. This is the trigger. He's gonna go fucking nuts. I knew it. His first uh, first time we see him in a suit is he's got this brat kid on his lap mm. and he's telling his kid to shut the fuck up, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's look, but they're like, oh, look at the way he's, they're all like in the distance going, oh, look at the great way that he's handling the kids and stuff. <laughs> like that. And he's just telling his kid that it's going to be really bad, that Santa's going to come and fucking kill her. Yeah, <laughs> pretty like, much. What? Because nice little dark turns, man. I love that. And then the party. Talk yeah. to me. Oh God, <laughs> the store owner cracks me up. It's like literally, it's, it's Christmas Eve, isn't it? And then he he shuts the store, locks the doors. He's like, now it's time to get shit faced. Yeah, seven o'clock. It's over. Time to get shit. Oh yeah, it's over. It's time to get shit faced. <laughs> Mine lost production halfway through this bit. It's weird. I don't know if yours did. Yep, hundred percent. I was going to talk to you about that. It's okay. weird, isn't it? Because it's like one minute it's like kind of crisp, and then bang, it's like they. It's almost like they lost. The negative or something, it went slightly grainy and shit. It's really weird for about, I don't know how long it was for. It just, it went in and out for about yeah. maybe five, ten minutes. If that. It must have been something to do with the film when they... So as long as it wasn't, so what did you, it. where did you watch this movie? Shudder. Oh, so same. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I think it's just the copy that is obviously there's a bit in it that goes a bit shit, which is weird. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I'm glad we had the same experience. Uh, very important message in this movie. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we obviously know now. Hang on, <laughs> let me, re- let me <laughs> rephrase that. <laughs> we obviously always knew that this was the case. No means no, guys. <laughs> it's fucking hell, yeah. Oh, this is uh, definitely uh, um, an example of what not to do um, in the back room. You can kiss your, you know, work colleagues if they let you to, but under the mistletoe. Under the mistletoe, have a snog. But if you want to start, then trying to you know get your end away in the back that's not gonna happen and a bit forceful he was very forceful wasn't he he's a little brat and like. that, this is well he's he, basically is like kid 
is more bloke is like coming on to Billy's what you think was a Billy was getting a relationship with her and she's just like she fucks being, off with the yeah. other guy what a bitch so, so this, I hate I hate her now Pamela and yeah oh, yeah fucking Pam and then and then we and then then like obviously it triggers Billy again he's like oh she's just fuck, fucked off of him and now he's like I don't know something triggers in his brain doesn't it it just goes fucking nuts yeah and no one's safe I mean, you know, he's... He's quite hard as well. He's quite a big bloke. Like I said, really musky guy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was impressed how he grew up, all right? I don't know how he did that in the orphanage, that's all. Um, I'll be a whipped, but... (laughs) Taken about. This is very unique for me, and this is another reason, which is it gets another kind of point. What, the kills? But but, but the kills are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to... Kind of what you thought was happening, where he was, he's kind of normal, but he's not. And this is where you realise that he is just triggered. Is when he take he obviously kills the the guy that is work <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> I was going to say rapist. The guy that was he's, ra- he's, he's raping, gonna rape her, and he he's like, oh, he's gonna rescue her. Strings him up. Brilliant. Well done, Billy. I literally holds him up with the Christmas yeah. lights, strangles, grots him. And then what does he do to Pamela? Yeah, she she does it. Can't, I don't know. She kind of deserved this because <laughs> you know he he, he had, she did kind of do the dirty on him. I mean, she didn't deserve she, did, she didn't deserve the raping. How did she do the fucking dirty on him? <laughs> they were boyfriend and girlfriend as far as I was concerned. She was snogging him, but I don't think she deserved to die. But yeah, she um he killed the attacker and the victim. Yep, that doesn't happen all the time, no. and that's when it's more of a. A, you know a Friday the Jason sort mm. of kill mm. it's quite like yeah good lad this is going to be interesting yeah fucking kills everyone in the store there's only a couple of them but some nice little kills in there yeah he, li- he likes an axe the bow and arrow oh shit yeah the yeah. bow and arrow yeah that was a cool kill but yeah the, he ends up picking up a Mr. Sim with a hammer he gets oh yeah he gets, gets hammer in the head hammers he was definitely <sighs> hammered the next kill do you want to talk about what's happening in the uh <laughs> That, in this, the basement yeah but it's a bit random wasn't it so um that was um lena quigley wasn't it it was lena quigley yeah i, I thought i recognized her and i was like first of all it's like she's obviously babysitting someone and uh she's on the pool table with a bloke and they're obviously i don't know whether it's a figure in america that you shag on the pool table i don't know maybe it is um if you have one why not but <laughs> and then like literally like the, the the girl wakes up, doesn't they? The, the, the babysitting is like calling down the stairs to her, and she's like, oh, "I'll be up in a minute." And then then literally she is the cat, and I've written down in my notes, "Kitty, kitty, titties." Fair enough. <laughs> because obviously she has to walk around with her top off whilst babysitting, like no and no fucks given. <laughs> also, it's snowing out. It's lots of snow outside. Yeah, very cold. Cold, but she's still got shorts, shorts, summer shorts on. Yeah. No top. No top. And she's trying to get the cat in. And then... But... Oh, I was impressed by this kill. Uh, I, I think I think I might have seen this in something... Uh, the something... Search of Darkness. Yeah. It's one of... I think it's... Possibly. Probably up there as one of the best kills of the... The 80s, in my opinion. It's such... It's, it's, it's awesome to watch. Mm, it's a good kill. 
Yeah, lifted up and put onto the uh, staghorns. And that's been put in so many other mo- movies after that as well. Mm. This has happened. Really slowly as well, not like even quickly. And she's <laughs> the classic 80s, no reason she's got her tits out, but fine. Yeah. Um, pushed her through <laughs> the thing, but she's getting killed that way. Fine, okay, do what you got to do. Um, great kill. Yeah. Great kill. And the next one... The boyfriend gets chucked through the window after a... <laughs> this dude, it's just... this dude. He's got a big-ass bit of, like, glass hanging out of him, though. Yeah. So he's obviously died because he's been impaled. But he um he then, he then doesn't kill... But he doesn't kill the little girl. He has a little chat for her, doesn't he? Yeah. But the, the, the funniest thing is, did you hear, as he leaves, you hear the little girl call out the babysitter and you know she's going to go and find her. Yeah. <laughs> Like fucking hell. looking it up at her, literally impaled on this stag. All yeah. I can say is she got the horn. She had the horn. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> like that. He gives the box. That's it. He gives the box cutter as a present to the child. No, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> literally as a gift. That was fucking dark, man. I was like, what the fuck is giving her a Stanley knife? That's awesome. dark. And then. We get some real randomness through this movie after that. And there's like a couple of kids in the wood who is going <laughs> sledding at the middle of the night. Who get... Not only that, the slowest sled in the world. And they're like acting like it's like full on, like yeah. fucking fast. And how old are they? They're like, I don't know, like one guy looks like he's about 40. Um, I don't know. Cause the, <laughs> I the think two, they're going to be college kids. The two kids were like younger. Kids. And then the, obviously... They the get bullies. Bull- the bullied off, and then the bullies get theirs. Ah, oh, a good little good. head chop, though. Yeah, a nice little head chop. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. The other one got away, right? Um, no, he didn't. Did he? he starts running away, and then he get axed. See, I think he starts running away, and he gets. I don't know. I can't remember. No, I was fucking. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention that bit. Maybe he wasn't, but. It was it was just a bonkers little scene for no reason. Then obviously st- that was just a ramp up the kills. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, which is not bad. And then good kill count they had. And then <laughs> then we're searching for Billy. You were searching for us. This is the problem with these. You know, yeah. when you put up an APB for Santa Classic. and it's Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, you're going to get a few missed. Not only that, if you see him, kill on arrival. Just if you see him, kill him. Oh my God! I mean, one of the interactions. These these bumbling. These are the work. These. This is what I love about this. Again, this movie and the horror movies. It's like these cops are shit. They they end up running. They see a see a Santa going through a window. Yeah. And they end up going to the house, and it's obviously the dad. Oh yeah. And they nearly weird. shoot him in front of his kid. <laughs> Fuck. That was funny. And then. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, they they go to the orphanage. Oh God, yeah. And it's like, oh, and did you think it was Billy? No, I didn't. You I, didn't. I, I, I was like, that's oh, okay. definitely. I, I must admit, I did guess. I was like, that's blatantly not going to be him because he's, he's like walking up to the kids and he's all like waving at them, like, nah, this is going to be some old dude. I knew it straight away. Oh, I got drawn in. And then did you? I got drawn in, I think. Oh. And then I was like, and then it clicked. I was like, oh, hang on, they, they just fucked up again. So, yeah. who's this dude? And it's like. Father. So, oh yeah, one of the, the fucking fathers yeah. like, from the fucking orphanage. The one who got punched in the face, I think, originally. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'd like to oh think it was. It was great. Um, <laughs> dumbest cop awards I put in this. Yeah, and then oh, this was this was one of my favourite little bits. It was just so petty that I think I loved it for its pettiness. As Billy sort of going into the the orphanage, mm-hmm. you know, he, he 
he <laughs> punches the snowman's head off. Oh, yeah. No, he axes his head off. <laughs> yeah, axes, yeah, Yeah, I love it's, that. But it's great. I love that. He just, like, walks along all angry and just, like, poof, lobs yeah, his head off. Absolutely great. <laughs> love the, the, the pettiness. Um, oh, and good. this last final scene is just something to behold. It's so much child trauma in there and so much um, more people that could turn into Billy from, from this, this ridiculous child wow, trauma. His, his dead... brother's in there, isn't he? Yeah. Because it's like, obviously, you witnessed it. You get dead Santas and you get the Mother Superior killed and then he gets shot and you're like, fuck. And then you get no, this... Mother Superior don't get killed. She does, doesn't she? No, she, she survives. Oh, yeah, He's right. just what? about to axe her, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, And then what? he gets fucking pumped full of lead. I, want, I said I wanted that bitch to die. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted it that you actually saw it in your own head. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wanted that bitch to die. Um, but yeah, and then you get a little steel shot where we know there's going to be a sequel of uh, Billy's brother, you know. Yeah. The next. Because he goes something like, you been naughty. Yeah. To the mother superior. And we know there's already a sequel. It's, it's, he's in Just, two. You know, I think like he, four sequels. Well, I think he's in the next two. Oh, my God. I think so. So, yeah, quality stuff there. But I think it's time to get onto some Matt's facts, isn't it? I think so, mate. We've just bitched through that movie, so it's quality stuff. All right, mm, let, over, over to you, dude. I've not got loads. There weren't lo- I thought there was going to be absolutely loads of cool stuff, but I've got a couple of bits. Now, get this. This is open the same week as Nightmare on Arm Street. Really? But... It was briefly outgrossing Nightmare on Arm Street, um, but it was pulled after two weeks because there's protesting against it, against it like massive, like a hoo ha over it because it was Santa Claus on the poster and they didn't want to portray him as being a bad guy. So literally, it got pulled after two weeks of being at the box office. So a pedo on the covers, all right. So that's why Freddie won out, even though he's a pedo. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. Right. Fair That's enough. what I mean. But there, there, there have been previous um, films out with Santa with an axe on the cover and stuff like that. But yeah, they went mentally this one and it was pulled after two weeks. But it was predicted that if it had, they'd left it at the box office, it would have probably made 20 million at Shame. the box office. Um, yeah. But it went on obviously to do bigger things. Um, the film was formerly going to be called Sleigh Ride, but it was changed at the last minute, which was. Uh, quite interesting um the there is apparently there's six minutes of footage was edited out of the film out of fear of potential x rating reducing the runtime from 85 minutes to 79 minutes the cutscenes included a few extra character beats and some more gory shots for the blu-ray release of the film a search was conducted for the missing footage to prepare an uncut version of the film and even though the footage was discovered in TriStar Pictures' vault, it had been kept in such poor condition that any restoration would be impossible. If watching the Blu-ray, one can see the noticeable drop in quality between the standard definition inserts and the original theatrical cut. So that's obviously where it drops in quality. So oh, that wow. explains that. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I didn't realise that, but yeah. That's cool. Good to know. It's pretty well, crazy. I love it more now. Um, much of this movie was filmed in Heber City, Utah the city has changed a lot since then but the toy store, Iris Toy Store that was named after the producer as well is still there and it has been a dance studio a hardware store and now it's a gym (laughs) of course it's a gym but the um, orphanage was used for the film and I think a couple of months after they tore it down which is pretty crazy cool 
Um, Sam Raimi was considered to uh, direct this movie, which was interesting. And my last one is Body Count of 14. Nice, it's a good body count. It is a good body count. Meaty. With the best kill definitely being stagged through the stomach. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Without doubt. Definitely. Oh, mate, that was a good shout. Good, good pick, good watch. Um, now we need to kind of put our little rating on this one. It's a hard one. What are you gonna do for your first time? I'd say I'd say solid eight out of ten for me. Yeah, I want to give it an eight or a nine. I'm pushing. It's possible. It's, go it's, for a nine, mate. It really you got me. Nine, you go it really for got it. me. I'd happily give it an eight. Draw one last breath. Eight out of ten. But for me, it's it's a nine, man. It's it was fucking good. I really enjoyed it, and it's oh, like. Good. It's right there with Black Christmas and stuff like that as a staple for Christmas, as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm gut. I don't know why I left it for so long. It's one of those treats where you just go when you get to see it. You're like, "Fuck!" You I dickhead. think I think it's 88 films that got a really nice version of it out. Right, I loved it. I there was a special edition, but that's sold out. But there's a there's definitely a nice 88 normal version you can get. I think. Yeah, really enjoyed this one. Fucking. It's a cracker. It's a cracker. Yeah, it was a cracker. It's always the ones where we ain't, we haven't ever seen them. Yeah, that's what I like to do. Which maybe on to our next movie. It's my pick, isn't it? Oh, it is your pick, and it'll be the first one of the. No, it won't. This is going out on our roundup of the year. So what what are you going for, mate? Right. What am I going for? Um. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't think I have. 1988 it's from, so we're sticking with the 80s, but seeing out the new year in the 80s. And I'm going for Night of the Demons. Awesome, I've not seen it. We've had success before with like Night Ofs, Night of the Living yeah. Dead, uh, Night of the Comet, Night, Comet. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Creeps. So I thought, why not end 2021 on, on possible high and watch Night of the Demons? It's, I have not seen this. You have, haven't you? No, I don't. I have seen this. I thought you had. No, I haven't got it. So I'm assuming I haven't. Okay. I'm assuming that I haven't seen this one. I'm reading the synopsis. I'm, thinking of, the de- I'm thinking of demons. Demons, yeah. Demons. That, that's, so this is Night of the Demons. But it's described as a raunchy mashup of Evil Dead and the Return of the Living Dead. Oh. I mean, I'm I'm well down for this. Same. Yeah. No one I re- oh Lena quick we got Lena quickly in it again again yeah I'll just reach out to us so we can get her on well, yeah fuck yeah I'm yeah looking for look forward to this one because this is one that's it and it's available to watch on Shudder oh so, even better another one get that one for free which is great well you know free-ish <laughs> <laughs> right there we go episode ninety three done we enjoyed that one our Christmas special hope you guys did hope you guys have a fantastic christmas merry christmas thanks again for listening and making 2021 what a great year um if you want to get in touch obviously you know got to get the social media at the end give us some feedback let us know what you want us to review and watch for 2022 uh, next episode will be our final roundup so we'll be doing a um our top 10 of the year top 10 maybe as we do um looking into what's happening in the in the year in front of us hopefully some better things um and we will do our move from the vault. We won't be doing a main review for this one. It'll just be the two as we usually do. So Night of the Demons and our top ten. And on that note, there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil. And I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last. Instagram at Draw One Last Breath. 
or pop us an email at drawonelastbreathpod at hotmail.com. <laughs>